even a young girl striving so hard to make it in life finally she got to that particular point she wanted to get to she became the richest and the youngest female entrepreneur of her time she got the fame she had the influence and she had the connections but she even wasn't happy she felt something was missing despite all the money she has there is something that is missing in her life she felt confused she felt down she felt unsatisfied she felt ashamed that is it right for someone like me having attained this particular i to be feeling like this i know so many of us feel like that sometimes but i want to tell you that you don't have to feel that way anymore because god is here for you you would never be happy until you base your sense of identity on who you truly are who are you like listen who you truly have so who am i okay okay let's go back having so hard to make it in life who am i finally i'm god's own creation yes he made me he died for me to redeem my soul what god wants for us is happiness seriously so many times we just we are the one giving ourselves stress we are the one giving ourselves conditions we are the one giving ourselves positions to our thing seriously sometimes we just do that we don't even know what god wants for our life and we'll be like i want to go for a class and that class i would take the class for 90 days i will take all the courses serious i'm going to maximize all efforts do this do that and come out as the best but are you sure that is what god wants for you that is the reason so many of us aren't happy where we are because we are not where god wants us to be we are not where we are meant to be simply because we don't even know who we are we don't know what we are meant to be we don't know what we are called to be so today i'm admonishing us to find who you truly have get to know who you are i'm not talking about my name is precious i'm a this i'm a that who are you who are you in christ jesus he made you fine but what are the things you see what are the things you notice god made us in his own likeness in his own image what is your identity in him what is that thing that makes you to reflect jesus what is that thing that is unique and inherent to only you? That thing that distinguishes you. It may not be ministry. But we have to find out. We have to find out that who are we? Who am I in Christ Jesus? What is my identity? Who am I called to be? Who am I meant to be? What am I meant to do? These are the questions that we should ponder on daily. We have to ponder on them daily the word of God for answers. I remember my teacher once saying that there is a particular verse of the Bible that speaks particularly to you. Like it is speaking particularly to your life. And you won't notice until you read the word of God. 
He goes, why are you reading the word of God? That is when you are going to know that, oh, this is just like my life. See, whatever you are going to, somebody in the Bible has passed through. But you won't know because you are not reading the Bible. If you read your Bible very well, analyze it very well, you will get to find out that somebody has lived the kind of life you have lived it before. Somebody has, has passed through what you have passed into. There is nothing new under the sky. You would know where that saying comes from. Because something that is happening to you that has happened to someone, you just may not know. That is why the word of God is given to us as a blueprint of our life. It is our word. So once again, I'm admonishing us to find who we are in Christ Jesus. Know who you are, know your identity, and base yourself your identity on who you truly are. Don't forget, God loves you more than you can ever Hey guys, so yesterday I went to church and the total the topic of it was about advice, advice and regret. The topic used advice and regret, but there was a particular stuff I gleaned from it that I felt like others need to hear about this too. This shouldn't be limited to my church members alone. So it was a story. This what I learned was caught from this story of Chadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, the three Hebrew guys. Are they Hebrew? I don't know, I can't remember. So the three guys, when King Nebuchadnezzar asked him to bow to an idol, and they said they can't bow to an idol, and King Nebuchadnezzar was like, they would cast them into the fiery furnace. And I said, they don't care, I don't mind. You know, their actions was like, we don't care. We have a God that is going to save us. And even if he's not going to save us, we prefer to thank that fiery furnace than to bow to that idol. So there's one thing I want to say. There's one thing I really came for me. Me I read a read a verse in the church yesterday. Something was like saying, so these guys were like, neither he saves us or he doesn't save us. God shall even follow. Is that can I say that is the same for my life? In the aspect of vision of person that tells a lot stage of my life that I, I, want, I wanted money. So can I say that either he gives me the money or doesn't give me the money? I'm still going to serve him. I'm still going to love him. I'm still going to do his will. Either he heals me of this disease or he doesn't I'm still going to serve him. Either he gives me a good husband, doesn't give me a good husband, I'm still going to serve him. Can you say that about your life? The resisting that God plans for us is the perfect. We just understand. It may look as if he's not giving you at that moment, but he's still working something else for you. But that particular mental you are feeling down, can you say? Can you say whether he gives you? Whether he does that thing for you or he doesn't do it, you are still going to serve him. There was a particular time I was, you know, I was still seeking admission. Then I went for one lesson then. So the, before, the beginning of our lesson, before the start, they used to do the decade. It's a devotional. So there was a particular time I found access to pray to God. He said, we should act what we want. He said, but he wants us to know this thing. Like, as many of us are doing this thing, not everyone of us will still get this admission. But he wants us to know something. Now, whether God gives us the admission or doesn't give us admission, we should know that he is still God and he doesn't think. That doesn't make him wicked. That doesn't mean he doesn't love you. He has a plan for everything. There is a time for everything. That isn't your time to go. That isn't your time to go. He has a reason. He has a reason for making you go at a particular moment. And there's a reason for you to stay. So when he asks you to stay or you are feeling down, what you should look for is why are you there? Okay, now you asked for a good husband, Abby. You asked for a good husband and you didn't get a good husband. 
or you know him his husband her the thing is you went for an interview you went you were looking for a job then you went for an interview and they're like they're going to get back to you I'm getting back to you. maybe you went for the position of a manager and I'm like okay we can't give you a manager right now you're going to be a click or it's like it's like something less than a manager. I don't really need that position and stuff. Something less than a manager, and then you get angry. What you mean to do? Other person means is like look at the bigger picture. Okay, why did I? Why was I asked to stay there? God may purposely keep you there for you to notice something, or to learn something about that company, or to gain something. There's a reason why you're in every spot. So never let the problems around you occupy your mind. And you have to look for why you were here, why you were still here. So then, particular that those days when I was still in the why? Because why am I like this? Why am I staying out so much? I knew I was very, very smart. Not very good. I knew I was smart. I knew I tried my best in my exam. But why do I still feel the text? Why, why am I not doing that? Why am I not, you know, just so many alternatives, but still, none of them were trash for me. So I was like, why is this happening to me? I was really down. Well, then, luckily, before then, seriously, I really didn't know God like that. My relationship with God was not strong. And I felt like, okay, since I'm here now, I have nothing to do. Let me build my relationship with Christ. There is nothing to do right now. Let me build my relationship with Him. And through all, all those my two years of staying at home, I built my relationship with Christ. I got to know Him better. I got to love Him better. I got to know how to serve Him better. So that was it. I wasn't there. So I was only asking that nation that particular year. Seriously, I won't really have time. I would just be focused on that bag when I get to my house to read. I have exams. I have to keep my GPA up, you know, other stuff. So there's a reason for everything you're facing. Whatever you're facing, you got there's a reason. You have a reason for being there. There's a reason why your business isn't attending the particular stuff you want you to take. There's a reason that even after all the courses you've learned, you're still not making it. There's a reason even after all the ads you paid for, your business isn't still selling. There's a reason. So what, anything you're feeling down like that, anything you feel as if things aren't working well, just have to sit down and look at the reason why things aren't working well. And what can you learn from it? There's a reason why God kept you there. So look at the bigger picture and don't get sad. Whether he makes it happen or he doesn't make it happen, either he blesses you or he doesn't bless you, God is still God and he has everything planned up. If he doesn't answer now, it means he's working something better for you. See, and if he's aunt, if he's now answering now, it means everything. Maybe answer sooner or later or never. Everything is for your good. You may not answer now because what you want is wrong at a particular time, or because he wants something better for you. So that is just trusting that whatever happens, God is still good and He loves you and He's working everything out for your good. To have a nice and wonderful day or morning whenever you're listening to this just enjoy the rest of your day thank you hello it's me again so today i was just like driving to part of a feather by houston and so it made me remember what happened to me a day before because something I did to have with my mom and she was like, wow, what to do? You mean to cover your eyes? You don't be happy with what you did. What to do? You mean to cover your eyes? And I felt that I was down. You know, I was at home. Sat down. I don't want even to find what I'm going through. So listening to Father the Father this morning, you know, it made me to see that God loves me despite it all. Mind, and the good things that is good. Good. You know, sometimes just the things that God doesn't like, 
Complicity doesn't affect your mood, but I want you to think that God loves you despite it all. He loves you no matter, like, despite your wrongs, despite your odds, despite your chains, oh, despite all the conditions that isn't good, not all the comfortable conditions, God still loves you. Like, He's proud of you wherever you are. You don't need a true of it to make him proud. You don't need to be the best to make him proud. You don't need that. You don't need something special to make him proud. Like he's proud of you, just trusting him, believing him. That that makes him proud. He takes that pride like, oh my god, there's someone there that has a like, has a shine ear that is loving, cares for others, and believes in me. You know. You trust your parents for things like mom and his baby that I need to give and you expect them to give you That is what God wants from you. He wants us to look at him. He is our father. He is not your father and you are his child. He called you to be his home. You are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a peculiar one. So when Goku wants us to look to him, like cast all our burdens in him and tell him every single thing about how they went, how frustrated you feel, how happy you feel. He wants to know everything, you know, have a little child. When you get back from school or outing, you're going to be like, no, there's nothing so exhausting. Um, I had this passenger beside me and it was just, you know, just, just keep on ranting. He wants to hear everything about you. It's not as if he doesn't see you because, you know, it, it's differently. Okay, it's just like you have a best friend. And, okay, something happened. Maybe your best friend did something. Someone did something to your best friend and someone told you, you know, it's going to be different. Let's be a different scenario from when you're going to give you the truth. Like, maybe you're even there when it happened, but you know, you need to know what occurred. When you're even looking at it, you know what occurred, but you want to understand it from your best friend's perspective. You understand? It's a bit different. You want to know what is going on. Like I said earlier, I said God loves you very much. He loves you personally, but for that doesn't mean to take a for granted. He may love you where you are, he may be proud of you where you are, but you know you can do better. You know you can. So why are you striving for that? When you can be the best. The whole world to tell us this morning is God loves him. He's proud of me. Then they took it to make him proud. That's the little attempt and a little step of faith is enough for him. Just don't give up. Don't give up on this journey of peace. Don't give up on life. Don't. There is always oh uh, what is it called? There is always the equivalent of the heavy car. There is always behind every storm. There is always a sunshine. Whether the storm, whether the weather is bad or good, we are going to weather it, right? We are going to weather the weather. <laughs> so that is all. That is all for today. Don't forget, God you more than you can ever imagine, and that's your little step of faith. I mean it, oh Lord. And let me close with this particular verse of the Bible. I really, do. it's like three verses during that one. It just summarizes. Mm, wait, hold on. <laughs> 
as a sprout of water, a dead tree can grow again. There is hope for a tree that has been cut down. At a spiral of water, it can, it can blossom, it can spring up again, it can grow again. So there is hope for you. Whether you've forgotten how to pray, or you don't live life as it is anymore, or you don't believe in love again, or you just don't trust God anymore, that isn't right. There is still hope for you. At the scent of water, you're going to sprout again. At the scent of his word, you're going to sprout again. So don't worry. And remember, God loves you more than you can ever imagine. Do have a great and wonderful day, morning, evening, or wherever, whenever you hear this. Stay blessed.